Spoilers for Joker and Parasite ahead. times we recorded was like oops like uh, uh april yeah i think it was like in april or, or something ago. like that yeah it was around when i got my dog uh, i'd even been a little bit after that because i was just about to get the new chop i think oh i think that's oh. maybe what it was maybe uh, a, a few weeks after that or something yeah huh yeah i don't know that's cool um yeah yeah, I haven't watched as much as I probably should have been watching. Dude, I just haven't had the time. I, I haven't, I haven't been watching either. It's but I, embarrassingly enough, I, I, uh, Tiffany and I have been watching Friends because <laughs> we've never seen it all the way through. So we've been watching that, and it's, uh, it's, it's ancient, man. Like socially, <laughs> dude. That's it's so like weird that you'd say so much... that because I started Friends like maybe a month or two ago as like something to fall asleep to. Because it's only yeah, twenty exactly. minutes episode, you know, twenty minute episode. So like, super short. as I'm winding yeah. down, I'll just put a friends episode. On. I've never, I've never seen it, but Dude, every, it funny. seems like everybody's seen it, right? So I think I'm on like that's season why I'm three watching now. It. <laughs> oh, okay. We're we're on season eight, but obviously it's not a contest. <laughs> uh, but I'm winning. Um, but. Uh, Dude, I don't know, man. All the fat shaming kind of bugs me. Dude, yeah, there are definitely some things that I'm like, oh shit, that yeah. wasn't that long ago. You can't do that now. Like, <laughs> I know like, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, like, but it's weird because like there's a lot of uh, punching down. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like people from higher spaces, socially, like pu- like making fun of people in lower spaces, like. Uh, there's a lot of gay jokes. I was gonna say there's some of the gay of, jokes are like kind of cringy. The gay like, jokes oh, are bad shit. too. It gets it gets worse in the later seasons where you there's some transsexual people and though that's just that shit's like not even I wouldn't even call them jokes, man. It's just literally punching them. Wow, you know what I mean? Wow. Like it's not even funny. Um, but I guess at the time it was funny. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we've come such a long way. Maybe it's because we live in Seattle. You That's know what true. I mean? That's true. <laughs> or in the greater Seattle area. I mean, the show does kind of seem like like overprivileged people just whining about you know. it is yeah for sure yeah i mean it's people it's yuppies in their <laughs> late 20s uh w- who all have good jobs you know and who live in new york city this yeah is, like, exactly you can't, you can't get more <laughs> you can't get more whiny than that but all like you know rachel's character um or whatever her act what's the actor aniston yeah, jennifer aniston, aniston yeah. yeah jennifer aniston her character is the epitome of just overprivileged, like, white chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just what, what her character is. Even though she works at a coffee coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then later she gets a job at, like, this isn't a spoiler. No, yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't really matter. But later she gets a job at, like, Ralph Lauren. Oh, of course. And it's just like, uh, yeah. And then they, <laughs> she, like... She like meets Ralph Lauren. And it's just like, oh fuck you. <laughs> That's how life like, works, dude. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you just meet rich people, and then you just become rich, duh. And you become rich. Yeah, exactly. Marry into it. But it yep. is still weirdly good enough to watch, though. Like that's what's weird. It is. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. But I still haven't seen The Office, so people are yeah probably mad that I 
and I'm watching Friends before I'm watching I'm, The Office. Yeah, I'm, uh, frankly, I'm surprised <laughs> in this day and age that you're choosing to do Friends before The Office. That is crazy. Well, at this point, I'm like, everyone has seen The Office, and that's all they talk about, and all the goddamn Office memes that are everywhere on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, you so know what? Many. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hold out. <laughs> right. <laughs> just read the memes. Yeah, exactly. You just need the memes. You get Dude, the gist of know, the man. show. I don't get the Office hype. Yeah, it's weird because like. I feel <clears> like, tried to watch it, but it's yeah. it's gone beyond its it's 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 overstayed its welcome. I think, and I say that as a uh, huge fan of The Office. You know, uh, it's 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 we. I think a lot of those jokes need to be done. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just the same thing over and over again. already. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm saying it's just tiresome. I I, I can imagine. I I liken it to Seinfeld, where. Uh, People, you know, people always bring up, you know, oh, do you remember the one where Kramer did blah, blah, blah? You know what I mean? I haven't seen Seinfeld, but I feel like the legs of The Office is similar <laughs> to the legs of Seinfeld. I think it's past Seinfeld. Probably oh, has. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably it's past Seinfeld. Because it, you, it's you more be right. in the internet age than Seinfeld yeah. is. Because if, if, yeah. if, if, if Seinfeld had come out maybe five years later, then I think it would be more relevant with people like oh, our age. Because I think it's it was more relevant to people that are maybe 10 years older than us oh you know yeah what I mean? maybe but, seinfeld is more like that danny devito show what's that show oh it's always um, sunny in philadelphia yeah it's always sunny. oh that show's so good that's though. good that's a good show yeah <laughs> yeah that's like the epitome of good comedy right there on tv right now <laughs> <laughs> they almost never have a bad episode like it's kind of impressive like this the last season you can maybe claim oh it's been like 13 14 years so it might feel a little bit off but like I mean that show's pretty consistent. Yeah, damn. And it's one of the longest running live sick, uh, you know, live action sitcoms. Is it over now? <clears throat> no. Oh wow! So they're still going. No, Holy cow. it's probably going to go until Danny DeVito dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. Because he's Holy kind of like shit. he's too integral. So they'll probably maybe make a joke about it and then like, end. You know. <laughs> and then he'll actually die. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's their like that's their. Uh, that's everything for them. Like they do other stuff occasionally, but none of the other shows that they do like take off. You know. Yeah, it's weird because I don't see Danny DeVito in anything. You know, other than that show. Because they all get paid like a gajillion dollars yeah. an episode to be on that show. Yeah. So right, Danny. And I bet it sucks a lot out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like that's that's on that's on broadcast television, right? So yeah. that shit that shit's a lot harder than the Netflix shows. You know, where it's like ten episodes. Like they're doing how many episodes? Well, they cut it back season? now. They cut it back to about ten, I think. Oh. Okay. They were doing oh, like a lot early on. It was upwards in like almost close to like 20, 20 22 episodes a season. So it was oh, like half the year, and now they cut it back to ten because <clears throat> they don't need to do more. Yeah, that that push to ten episodes. I feel like a lot of um, cr- a lot of crew is like hurting because of that. Like suddenly, like you're expecting twenty episodes worth of. Uh, of, of, of paychecks because those guys get paid per the day right you know but if you're only getting on for your television show for 10 episodes then you need to find a whole new show to like fill in the other half yeah that's like, true i can't imagine some of those guys who have been you know grips and shit for like a long time on these shows like i can't imagine they're they like the yeah 10 season structure suddenly being you know? like oh shit now like i gotta hustle again you know but i mean that's right. like that's freelance world man that's the yeah, whole that never goes that away unless world. you're at the yeah. top you know unless you're at the top it, it just doesn't go away so right i mean it it is it, yeah no I, I get what you're saying i mean that is like the rules that are in place but yeah no it's um, not fun 
and it's not like you wish that upon someone like you know because like it's a mix right like the they if they want to even continue working on the show then they have to let the writers and showrunners have a break otherwise you know you run into like what the simpsons is basically which is like you know it gets kind of dull after a while so <laughs> like fire, fire. you have to like you have to you know let them refresh recharge not give so much content that way you can spread the content out further right yeah so. i think that's fair um but for broadcast tv man i don't know like it's a, sometimes it's about just cranking that shit out you know yeah versus doing like a mini series like uh, it's about hitting it each week well that's it's not changing yeah that's true that whole thing is changing you know what i mean yeah netflix is kind of trying that though but i feel like a lot of people i don't know it seems like people are trying to like batch produce content and then release it like, yeah you know sporadic like not sporadically but like weekly or like on a schedule right so you can either release it at one time because of the way that vod works or you can release it like weekly right because netflix is doing that a little bit with that explain show where they'll do like a weekly episode or whatever bullshit yeah what i hate that shit i like <laughs> it all just dump it on me damn it all in once. <laughs> it's weird i think it depends on the show you know it depends on what the show's intentions are so like if you look at like lost like lost would suck if it was just dumped like all in one go right but because it's episode to episode you get the water cooler conversations you get online conversations about theories about what the black smoke monster is and all that stuff that's like what the show is i guess that's true i guess that's true it's like a mixed media thing i would play wait just to play devil's advocate to that though that's one of those shows that uh i mean at least the rumor is right after the first season they had to change their plot because everyone guessed what the plot was going to (laughs) be So they had to change <laughs> what was going to happen. So I wonder it if... It ended up being that anyways at the end. Basically, <laughs> I, think they, I think they brought it back around. But I yeah. wonder if because if it would have just been dropped in batches, if it would have altered how people looked at it. You know what I mean? Because there wouldn't probably, be so much yeah, time to yeah, like... Yeah, Yeah, that's you interesting. Know, you know, on a per weekly yeah, that, basis or whatever. I don't know. That's a really good, that's a really good question because it... I mean, the guy who ran that show, Damon Lindelof, he's doing the new Watchmen. He also did the show called Leftovers. And you could feel him doing the opposite of what you want him to do. Like, in every episode, it's just like, fuck. You know, I haven't seen the new Watchmen, but in Leftovers, it's just like, oh, God. Like, why why are the characters doing this stuff? You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, but I kind of like it. Like, I like it for that. Um, New Watchmen's supposed to be good. It's really good. I That's the yeah. one oh, show that I've watched consecutively. Literally, the day it comes out, I'll, I'll sit down and watch it, like, right when it airs. Oh, it's, it's weekly? Yeah, it's weekly. And, but it's it's it potentially may be, like, top three best films of all time for me. Like, it's that good. Wow. Yeah. It's best, really cool. Best TV shows? Best yeah. Film? Be, what do you best mean? TV shows. Or just... Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, it's like really good i was i I just my expectations were so low that coming into it that first episode i'm like oh shit it's not what i was expecting at all wow like it wow like at all so it's i don't know it's it's really good and i this is the first Lindelof thing i've ever seen so and i've been wanting to see the leftovers so it's good now now it's definitely on my as soon as i finish watchmen i'm gonna start the leftovers (laughs) nice (laughs) well dude if you want extra watchmen stuff i know there's a podcast out um 
uh, with Craig Mason, who did, you know, who show ran the uh, um, Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl, yeah. Uh, so he did a podcast for Chernobyl, and then HBO was like, "Hey, this podcast thing works." So now he's doing one for with Damon Lindelof um, on Watchmen. So if you want more Watchmen shit, I've actually been listening to. Well, I listened to both. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see Chernobyl still. Oh, it's man, I don't watch TV shows. Chernobyl's like really all. good. Yeah, how long? How many episodes is that one? It's only six, six or five. Five, so I five. Yeah, yeah, I think it's five. And it, it, it the the music alone, um, uh, the music uh, is, 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 is all of it's good. The production design the is production incredible. design, but the music though yeah. steals the show. Speaking of which, she did Joker. <laughs> yeah, that's the same person. Same, same uh, composer. That's yeah. funny. Oh, talk the same composer. A, uh, did talk Joker. about a segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I got nothing. I got no. He segued well, and I just kind of dropped the ball on that one super hard. Man, look, well, I, am and, not, so well, I guess to further that though, so she she did the music to Chernobyl um, at the same time as she was doing Joker. So she worked on both both projects at the same time. I bet you if you listen oh, to the soundtracks, it'd probably be there, there is similar there is kind of a similar feels, feel. Yeah. The Joker right. is a little bit more classical in terms of like you can definitely tell it's a. It's a um, more of a traditional score with like the instruments, whereas Chernobyl, mm-hmm. she was literally taking like um, like gl- pieces of glass and stuff, and she was like recording pieces of glass in Ukrainian um, uh, nuclear sites and, and 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 making these sounds in these areas. And then what? using them and putting in the in the music that she she did. And it's, wow. So it's really really cool. I Chernobyl that soundtrack has been on my constant play when I'm at work because hmm. it just allows me to just <laughs> no seriously it just it gets me in a perfect mood and it just it makes me think of like film ideas and it's just an awesome oh good and then the Joker score same thing and then the Too Old to Die Young score those three scores are the top three for this I still year I haven't finished that too top oh. three film scores of the year killing me, killing me. <laughs> I gotta finish that fucking show man dude it's crazy I mean it's you know, some people have talked about this, but it is it is crazy how many people are moving to television. You know, how, yeah. how many good filmmakers are going over to that way because of uh, basically opportunities to work on things that they actually care about. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, because that that isn't really there in it, money wise for in in uh, Hollywood. You know, like there's no like they want you to make their projects versus. Um, you know, at, over at Netflix or HBO, they're like, "Yeah, what do you got?" You know, they're a little more open, yeah. I think. Which is ironic because, like, the the cost to make things are basically evening out, if not becoming more expensive for yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the yeah. problem with yeah. film is that everyone's like, "It's so expensive, so we can't take risks." Well, the same shit's gonna happen with TV, yeah. as if we just oscillate back and forth. You know, people are gonna go to TV, and then they're gonna movies are gonna get way cheaper to be made. Which you could make a great film for nothing. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. the Lighthouse was like what thirty yeah, super something. Cheap. Yeah. So you know, wow. like, and that most of that probably just went to the fucking two people in the film. Did, so like, did you say how much did you say thirty million? Yeah, so I don't know. That was a guess, it was, but it wasn't a lot. I can I could look it up. Right, but, right. I mean, Joker was what sixty or something like that too. Yeah, so it's not yeah, like uh, its was, budget yeah. was like crazy either. And I think, to be honest with that budget, I think that was including some of the the uh, marketing. Cause oh I, dang! Because I I could be wrong on that, but wow! Because I want to say Marketing they came in under crazy. Oh wow! Well, budget for Parasite, the other film we're talking Dude, about. Budget for Flighthouse was four million. <laughs> four million, <laughs> dude! That's that, awesome. 
dude that beats the neon demon because the neon demon's budget was six million wasn't it uh, or was it three seven mil? six or seven yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow. that's fucking insane still doesn't beat uh what is it blair witch or whatever <laughs> the the least budget on most money made no uh joker beat that now joker beat that no it's no so i think joker is now the most successful um if you do the ratio of the budget versus the how much it made it's beat it's it's, it's, it beat the record for paranormal activity i paranormal activity set the record because it because it got it was made for 40 mil right and then it's reached over one point something billion dollars one billion yeah Yeah. 1.037 billion yeah i don't know why they need all those point whatevers and and i still don't think it's opened in china has it did it open in china i don't know that's a that's a really good uh question i could this movie play in china like would it work in china i think so because it all like i i I think like i think walking phoenix and i think they it's it's such a quintessential american thing that i feel there's an know, audience dude. there. I don't know. It could be wrong. Though. That same shit's kind of like I feel like with the Hong Kong stuff kind of happening right now. That's it true. might be a little yeah. too, <laughs> that's a little true. too on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a what, really so good So it might not point. have played there. That's Maybe what that's it might not have. Yeah. It. No, so I know. If but it, if it did, it, it then it would have probably gotten more. I I, I almost guarantee dude, it. Dude, that's actually really. Because if good. the rest of the world, you know, if that movie got over a billion dollars, and you know, it'll it would make some money like even if it was a hundred million that's still over the budget of the movie dude i don't get that i really don't like like the movie was okay like <laughs> and, and i contributed to that you know billion or whatever by going to see it in theater but like it's not like this crazy ass mind-bending genre-breaking kind of movie like it it I think it's, its really marketing not. budget was so fucking creative, like they were so creative with what they did, that uh, and it just hit on so many like, just hitting that weird incelly, like culture. I guess yeah. just it was yeah. the timing was the timing of it was so right, but it's like it's it is a it's just a mediocre movie. Like it's not like some incredible like oh I can't believe it won like what the fuck is the Venice one the oh, Golden, the Golden Lion Golden or something Lion, yeah. like what yeah come on dude I mean I don't know like. I'm fi- I I disagree with you, Keith. I mean, I'm not saying this movie is a, you know, mu- like a must watch or anything like that, or a capital I important. But I really enjoyed. Dude, it. I don't know. I, I would almost really agree. Like this is like I don't I don't I I I don't I don't feel like it's a pretentious movie. You know, but I think it is kind of it, it is important with a capital I in in terms of oh, look shit. at the, what the movie did. It's a fucking DC property movie that, if you, right, look, right. you look at the film, is the most artistic, artsy fucking blockbuster you'll ever see in a movie theater. Because right. you can look right. at this movie and you can see it in two different... People can have two valid um, uh, approaches on how <clears throat> they saw the movie by the end. Right. You know, right. Of, was the whole movie or certain parts in his head or was it? did it all happen? Like... What other films are doing that? The last one that I could think of that really did that the would lighthouse. be like Inception. <laughs> well, no, but I'm talking big blockbuster. Inception. Oh, the Lighthouse yeah. wasn't. You're like, talking about like art house studio. Yeah, combined. like this is a yeah. DC like they were fucking with a property slash villain that is so beloved, and then they were able to make a movie that fit would have fit so well in the 70s. There's hardly any violence in the movie. There's hardly any action in right. the movie. It's a slow paced, melancholy sounding film. 
and it made over a billion dollars. Would you consider it pretty dark? <laughs> I, th- I think, personally, uh, it's not like the most dark film I've ever seen. But Obviously. it's dark. It's, it's really dark not. compared to what I think most people would go out and Sup- see. Superhero. Dark compared to Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Well, dark compared to Marvel, <clears throat> but I think also compared to to most DC pieces. Sure. Because yeah, it sure. like because you look at I mean DC is kind of more dark than marvel in general you know it's a lot heavier things they just don't really do a very good job (laughs) yeah uh, of of doing it but it is darker but this is the first time where it's like it's dark and it's good you know like it's still they found a way to make it work And, and to jumping off your point byron before you continue keith um i think this is one of the few superhero films that like scorsese's is like behind you know i mean obviously he was part of it but um but I don't. I can't think of another one that that he would approve. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Well, because it literally just like steals from his movie. <laughs> so like, well, he it literally is. Out of the it literally is because he was backing yeah. it for years. Yeah, he was gonna do and it, but then, then I mean, it's straight up a taxi driver. Like yeah. it's a DC taxi driver. Is it, what is, it is. Yeah, um, and King of Comedy taxi driver. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, more co- more King of Comedy actually than I think Taxi Driver, but definitely both. I mean, for sure. Interesting. I saw more Taxi Driver than King of Comedy. Oh wow! But. Yeah, Res- respect. No, I think yeah, it's because sure. I maybe I focus more on the Joker aspect of it. Oh, you I know see. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. Like my grandparents saw it. They've never seen a bat. Oh. They've never seen like a Batman Zack Snyder movie. They never saw any of those, and they went and oh, saw it because God. of Joaquin Phoenix. They're huge Joaquin Phoenix fans because he does oh, good there you go. movies. And he does. They 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 walked in into it knowing nothing about. I mean, they have the you know they watched. When my ki- my parents were kids, the, the original Batman on TV with the boom wings, uh, you know, Kapoor, uh, Adam West, you know, Adam West, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, that's the Batman that they are familiar with. So they kind of know a little bit of the origin stories, but I'm sure some of the stuff that was pretty obvious to us with like with with the origin stories of Batman as a kid probably wasn't too obvious to them. But they love the movie because it works on a whole other. It it also works on just a character study, right? And they just performance wise they were just completely they really they actually really enjoyed the movie and it's like i think that's one of the reasons why it made so much money because it got a whole other demographic of people out to watch it just because of who they cast in it true and that's impressive i mean true i think it really goes to show that like you know there's these fucking studio executives need to like you don't need to have you know every 10 minutes a huge action sequence and you know what i mean it's like we're it's not the 80s anymore (laughs) right i mean and i feel like now like tv's doing that you know like tv has their set but you watch you watch stranger things and it's like wow this is like a movie they're set pieces blah 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 but now it's like okay how how are movies going to be different you know this this is the constant battle between tv and movies is gone on since tv existed you know um everyone you know so movies need to find a new thing to do um whether that's squishing the aspect ratio like the lighthouse or jackie or or doing a slow burn yeah you know um i I mean i but keith i I would agree in, in terms of like the movie if you look at it it's not like it's pushing the form itself it's not pushing it's not it's not like it's not like no. this revelatory film in terms of like that was f- new filmmaking we've never seen before but but I think the reason why I got the golden line was I think everyone was like 
Warner Brothers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess like, it adds it's, to like the discussion. You know what or I mean? at least like, it's, and Todd Phillips see, too. I don't know. Like, like it's coming from <clears throat> it's it's a movie that like you would have seen from Warner Brothers in the seventies. It's not something you would have seen in the eighties or nineties or two thousands or two thousand tens. It it feels like a two thousand twenty. It feels like something new, you know? Because in terms of yeah. studio backed, because I think I think I mean, granted, you know, obviously like Avengers Endgame with its crazy, crazy amount of money that it that it raked in. Those movies aren't going away anytime soon, and I'm sure studios are still going to probably focus on those. But I I feel like the importance of Joker in terms of like where it's at is super important because I think it's gonna twenty years from now, forty years from now, we're gonna be like, you know what, Joker w- represented the films that we actually still have now. We still get them, right? You know, right? Because they might have been dead with films without Joker. You know, I don't right. know how to explain that, but I I totally agree with you. And I'll, I'm gonna throw in another film, which is um, the Sp- uh, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, which I think is also that. Um, I think it's also that thing that is gonna uh, be representative of the of a shift between our 2010s to our 2020s for the films that were that are gonna start to become popular. Right. You know uh maybe landmark i i hate saying that because it's still not it's not soon like it's it's we need more time before we can label something a landmark but i i think i smell landmark when it comes to joker and also the spider-man into the spider-verse just because of how different it is how um i think everyone's kind of looking for something that is visually striking or has a different tone to it um or is just different than the regular marvel movie that you get every single time yeah you know for sure yeah. i mean i feel like too i mean that's that's a billion dollars in just theater tickets like it's gonna it's gonna get a lot more too for people that didn't go to theaters that are gonna get it on vod or blu-ray or you know whatever too this right is like i mean yeah and spider-verse made a good amount but not 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 joker amounts of money right it doubled its budget or something. Actually, it had, I mean, how insane Spider-Verse is that, had 90 mil budget and made almost 400 million in box office. How crazy which is, is that? remarkable that's a PG for what it is. PG 13 or PG movie, right? PG. I think it's I think it's PG. So PG, so the audience spectrum of that movie is much wider than than the R. Than the R. Yeah. And it yeah. still got less than half of what Joker got. I mean, there's right. like there's I don't know how to yeah that's i mean it's crazy it really is impressive i mean i i i was waiting because i saw joker the, the the night it came out and i walked out and i was like i really liked it but i'm like i have a weird feeling it's not going to catch on i had this weird feeling <laughs> that a lot of people were going to fucking hate it like they were going to like people they did. were going to say like I mean, there was a lot of hype right because it's the joker yeah um and i'm like I don't know. People might not like the clown, you know. Like, oh yeah. You know, like, well, I think I just had one that of feeling. the. I, I'm actually. I'm surprised too that audiences have eaten it up as much as they have. Yeah. And that critics are the ones who are a little more divisive uh, in regards to the movie. Well, the, cr- and the one- whole critic thing fucking is just bullshit. Because they all, they all, <laughs> they all, they all critiqued it before it came they out. All, they vote together. So dumb. Um, there is a kind of a hive mind mentality to being a a film critic um but that obviously doesn't apply to everyone and everything <laughs> um but uh one of the common uh 
criticisms of the movie is that um, we're getting this is going to be a spoiler uh, for those who care. But um, one of the common criticisms is that the Joker uh, isn't in control of the movement. So like everything is like happening around him, but he's not like guiding it. Mm. And they and a lot of critics felt like he needed to be guiding it, which I totally disagree. I think it's better that he's not, and that <laughs> yeah, he's like sure. it makes it feels way more Joker to me that he's not guiding it and that he's just kind of doing it on the fly, you know. Oh, and it's sure. just like, oh yeah, I'll do this just because this is what I do, you know. Uh, I don't know, just like the anarchy of it, I think is is better than maybe him coming up with a lame master plan to. I mean, isn't that the like, point? Who, isn't anarchy the if point? It's, I don't know. Anarchy is the point. So it just it felt like that criticism was just kind of like uh, hollow. Yeah. Y- you know, like in in general. Um, <laughs> you didn't give me my Marvel superhero movie where the superhero does stuff. So right. fuck you. But also fuck Marvel movies. <laughs> right. That's yeah, literally that what those critics are doing. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Marvel's getting tired, but I want more. It's like a fucking whiny I baby, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude. It was. Yeah, it's just weird uh, that that was that was the criticism. Um, so, like, I understand, I get it, but um, I, I guess I just liked it for that. You, yeah, you know, I, I like that it did that. Um, so wait, so circling back around to what I was going to say, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's no way I'm going to remember what episode I said this in, <laughs> but I called it. I called it almost to the T. What I was like, this is what DC should do if they want to try and compete with Marvel. Yeah. Go dark. I remember. Go that. different. Go dark. Don't do what they're doing. Yeah. And they did the exact opposite movie, and it was the most successful one. Yeah, yeah. So no, I remember that episode. Someone at DC listens to our podcast <laughs> and took my idea. I said you should hire me, and you didn't. You just stole it, you I bastard. Think the episode keep, that we keep can be a studio that. head. I, th- I, give, I know keep, what to do for DC, keep, dude. DC. I think I, I think I know the episode that when you, when you said that. I think it was the episode. I think it was a short episode, and we were talking about um, upcoming projects. And I think it was the same episode that we talked about uh, the Spawn reboot. Oh, and maybe. we were talking about um, at maybe, the time yeah, there was that the, the, the topic of uh, Ben Affleck possibly doing a more detective oriented. Um, mm, yeah, I think that it was sounds that, about right. I think it was that around that same time that they re- that they announced that the, that Joker was was coming out, and then you were like, "Wait a minute!" And I think that's when you said, "I remember that." You just got to go the yeah. opposite, dude, and I fucking called it. Man. Well, and it's cool too because uh, <laughs> Batman, um, the new Batman with uh, Robert pattinson um right is gonna i feel kind of do the same thing that this is doing in terms of have to now pattinson i mean especially with pattinson in it you know he's not he's it's like he's like joaquin phoenix right he does all these weird art house movies i mean he did twilight but that was his he thought that was a weird art house movie yeah (laughs) when he started so yeah like you know but other than that he hasn't been in any other big budget movie the closest thing would have been water for elephants you know in 2000 like 11 or 12 or something like that but um oh, harry potter so you know there's something well that was before uh twilight that was before yeah. twilight yeah. so like it's weird because like you know he's attacked he's, he's the same way as walking walking phoenix so you know that the script to this new batman had something in it or the vision right. behind it is enough to get him like okay i'll can i'll you know what i mean i don't, I don't yeah, know I'm, I'm with you and i feel like they could pull from good time 
like his his right. character in Good Time. Um, just his the weird energy that he has when he's trying to solve things. I feel like they're gonna pull a lot from that movie, and like ha- that'll be like a new kind of tone for Batman. Uh, uh, like someone who's kind of more on the fly, trying to figure it out as he goes. You know what I mean? I, 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 I can see that. I yeah. wonder. But I can I also see that... on a different spectrum, like his performance in The Lighthouse is like mm. quite a bit different from anything else he's done too. And I, I kind of, I liked how he was kind of quiet, but then he had these like kind of bursts of like anger and stuff in oh, it too. Yeah. Which I was like, that's kind of that cool because Batman could have, you know, he's that darker character that, you know, if when he's in his Batman mode, he could have that more anger burst kind of right reaction to right what i don't know i'm curious what they're gonna do with it but dude that's knows. cool i mean he's so versatile you yeah. know he can do so much so we'll, we'll have to wait and see but did you honestly, see the lighthouse uh no oh, okay. no i have not right. um but i i trust byron's assessment of pattinson's performance <laughs> 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 enough to say that sounds cool yeah I thought um yeah, I, I, I almost saw it. We we almost went a couple times, but it just didn't work out. Um, it's hard to get to the theater. Yeah, with, yeah. When you have a dog. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's uh, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I've been trying to like, how do you impart that to people? It's hard to kind of do shit when you when you have this thing yeah, at home. It's like then. well, that's like an hour every day you have to dedicate to feeding, walking, the whole shebang, and an hour is a lot out of a day. It's even more um, for us, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, if I mean that's bare minimum. You yeah. Know? Like I today, I spent an hour and a half at the dog park. We went to the dog park with. It. Yeah. I, I just now I'm trying to like something. double up on things I do at the dog park too. It's like <laughs> now I gotta bring you know I gotta bring my stuff to do some brand development. I gotta bring some books to read. I, you know like yeah. otherwise right. I don't get shit done anymore. Fucking dog. Yeah, takes up dude. So much it's time. it's hard to get it all get it all done. But, uh, it really is. Yeah. No. That's why uh, we had to we had to just stop and say, look, we're gonna we're just gonna go like. We can't just be beholden to the animal the whole time, you know? So right, that's what the right. lighthouse ended up being. We're just like, we're just going to go to a movie. Yeah, that's what's so funny because um, that night, I hadn't done, I hadn't gone out for weeks. I, I was just so busy with work and just stuff, like just constantly. I hadn't seen anything. I think I was like watching YouTube videos before bed and maybe some friends. That was it. Like I felt, <laughs> I'm like, I need to go watch something, you know, of, of substance. And it was just kind of on the whim. Because I was like, fuck, I got to see Lighthouse before it leaves theaters. Because I, mm-hmm. for some reason, I didn't realize it was at Regal. And Gary, he was like, dude, have you seen the Lighthouse yet? It's playing at Regal. I was like, what? It's at Regal? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, it did have a wide release. Yeah, so funny. like, I was like, I got to see it. So then I go. And then at the end of the movie, I'm walking out. And I see someone ahead of me. And they're kind of going through the door, at, I think, looking at their phone. And I was like, that looks like Keith. Yep. And then I was like, that's gotta be Keith. And, and, then, and then I saw, I think, Caitlin, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, Keith, Keith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, was, the timing was definitely. Yeah, that's that was funny. really funny because I didn't see you guys walk in or anything. So I was probably, yeah, I mean, I was probably on my phone too before the movie started or something. And we got there, I think, when, when trailers were kind of playing those. Oh, too, okay. So. so, so yeah, I was probably focused on the trailers. Then. Wait, were you guys in the same theater? Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was so weird because and, and surprisingly oh. there was quite a few people there. Yeah, there considering was. that it was a later night and that the film had been playing for a, a good a week and yeah, a half, two still, weeks, yeah. and there was a significant amount of people there. I mean, not a lot of people, but more than I I thought I was gonna have the whole theater to myself. I'm like, no yeah, I thought so too. Like, no one's gonna be going so to too. this black and white, you know, with this crazy aspect right. ratio. Uh, 
weird art house movie in in Bellingham, and then surprisingly enough, there's like a decent amount of people there, and they're all younger too. Yeah, <laughs> and Dude. I didn't smell like weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was expecting, like you know the the right. the like Tarantino. Yeah, the the weed uh, yeah. the weed infused hipsters that are like, oh yeah, let's go see. You know, I don't know. That's, oh yeah, yeah. That's more of an acid trip movie than a, than a weed <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, some weird <laughs> that's stuff. Funny. That's funny. It's a good funny. movie though. Yeah, definitely. That's a good movie. To trip acid on. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, some people probably. Yeah. That's yeah. why you didn't see Byron. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was actually that was a pretty solid movie. I just wish there was a little more, little more weird. You know what I mean? A little more octopus I thought there in there. There's more yeah. than I thought there would be. So that's why I think maybe I liked it more too. Because I'm like, ah, uh, the trailers probably have all the weirdness in it, and then there's a little bit more weird stuff. And then I was. Like, there's yeah. more weird than the witch. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, because I, li- I like the witch, but it wasn't as like, eh, you know, was witch as, was so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as good as what people really made it out. But yeah, but what I liked about the witch was like the. Uh, the language and then that's what i really liked with the lighthouse too the language oh yeah dude they need I, you got to go back and watch that with some subtitles though so good like though. it gets kind of hard when when defoe is talking fast i guess monologue i was like i don't know what the fuck you're saying but dude. it's so good that you get it though at the same time you yeah, know what i mean like do, you, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make you feel dumb or lose you like but it makes you want to I don't know how to explain that, but it's like, yeah, but I still get what you're saying, bro. He's, you know? He should win a Best Supporting Actor for something in that, though, dude, because he was like, I mean, he stole the show, in my opinion, but damn, like, yeah, he's so fucking good, it's kind of crazy. Like, he did, a, his accent was like, do you talk normal? Like, oh, yeah. I really thought that's, like, almost how he talked. It was fucking ridiculous, yeah, dude. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm glad, glad I got a chance to watch that one, and then, uh. We watched Parasite. I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, there was two films I got a chance to just watch because I uh, had a weekend to myself, which was the... I fucking told you guys. The one was the Samurai, the Blade oh. of the Immortal. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember what the other one was um, now. Uh, oh, Annihilation. Uh, Annihil- yeah. Yeah, so I finally got oh, to see yeah. Annihilation. Annihilation yeah. was pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I like the music at the end. Um, Fuck yeah, man! It gets, all, yeah. It gets all weird and it gets all like this weird, like techno ish <laughs> yeah. music. Then um, the script is cool. I started to read the script a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I, d- I dug it. It was interesting. It felt that whole like that plot construction where it's like ju- you know they jump to event, event to event, event yeah. on an adventure. Well, there's no in between. Yeah. You know, I think it's really interesting. It adds like this weird like feeling to a movie when yeah, you do that. Yeah, it was a weird. I gotta rewatch that one. It's pretty I... solid, and the script, the way he wrote the script, is exactly how the movie plays out. Like, oh, wow. right, the beats of the script are how shit. It's writ is how the movie is. If that makes sense, like Damn. it's really weird. Oh, he's really he's a really good writer, obviously. Um, and then yeah, dude, Blade of the Immortal was a surprise, surprisingly <laughs> f- fantastic movie. Shit, okay. uh, nice, definitely worthwhile. Definitely opens up on a scene where he massacres probably like a hundred people. Oh shit! And then <laughs> the end, he massacres probably like three hundred or four hundred people. Oh, <laughs> so it shit. goes from wow. ridiculous massacre to more ridiculous oh, massacre. Fuck, I gotta see this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Wow, that is interesting. Yeah, solid. Talk Takashi Maiki, obviously, you know, kills it. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, I fi- I finished Parasite. We watched the last bit of it last night, which I'm pretty stoked nice. about. That was a pretty good movie too. I can see why that one's getting uh, 
all the acclaim that it's getting. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's kind of so it happens it's kind of prepared. Well, it's kind of interesting because both both um, Joker and Parasite are um, dealing with similar concepts on social economics. Yeah, it's true. You know? um, but they're how they approach it is like vastly different. You know, one's maybe a little more uh, like woke. You know, like uh, like unironically woke. You know, while um, Paras- uh, while while the other Parasite is maybe a little more real you know what i mean like yeah it's kind of a romantic take on it but for, uh, if you could think of joker as being romantic uh but uh i don't know parasite just felt like it was hitting that like like there's no the, like it was more real you, that you is know kind I mean? of interesting how similar they are in that way though like the familial based you know it's a it's a <laughs> yeah the the motivations are all familial based mm-hmm. you know and uh, dealing with the movement through your your socioeconomic status, and then trying to move up and out or some sort of like way where you're not just existing on a horizontal level, you're actually like yeah. moving vertically, right? But then how? And there's no there's no middle class. Yeah, here. that's true. Like it's just poor and rich. That's true. Um, yeah. Which I I honestly think speaks to the time we're in, <laughs> you know, where the middle class isn't is dying. Um, that harkens back to some old stories, though, too. Like, there's always been, you know, throughout time, like, those stories of, like, the rich, you know, wielding power over oh, the, yeah. the poor. Yeah. You know, the serfdom and the kingdom type of thing, you know? So we're kind of, like, right. circling back around to this weird time where it's all of... It is that major discussion about, like, you know, you're rich and it's... Why do you deserve it? Like, because Parasite doesn't necessarily... I guess it doesn't even necessarily ask that question, but it definitely it doesn't. It definitely tries to explain in some way that if I, you know, if we kill the rich, you know, we, we feel like we want to kill the rich. That might not necessarily be the most effective way to like right. go about it, right? Like, well, that's <laughs> what they do in Joker. It's like kill the right, kill kill the guy that is the symbol of wealth, right? Y- y- you know, yeah, because um, yeah, and what's cool too is both both movies you don't like you don't want the guys in paris to kill the rich people because they're not like bad people you know what i mean like right they're they're not necessarily bad right yeah Yeah. it so it's kind of interesting where it's like but you've yet you want the poor or family to to kind of have their have their way with this right family but not necessarily in a violent way but then when things escalate it gets interesting because then at that point as a viewer you're kind of left to decide like i guess you just get to see the consequences of what that dynamic i don't know how to explain that but like and the same with the joker whereas joker like you like him but you also realize that he's not doing good things you know right <laughs> like, right so right. it's kind of like the both both movies kind of just put you in this spot of i, I, I don't know how you know what i mean i don't, I don't know, know exactly if i could find myself even that, liking but... joker i like the family in parasite but i don't like i mean the point is to not like joker right so yeah, when you right. end up liking him and all these people who are like weirdly idolizing him it's like dude that's like the, the 
I hate to say it, the joke is on you, but like, yeah, you're not supposed <laughs> to. You're not. He's a literal psychopath. It's literally right. his yeah, yeah. his story is literally yeah. those of serial killers. Yeah. If you've like ever read about any serial killer ever, this is literally their whole story. But it's the same and there's thing, people yeah. who are like into it. But it's like why people like watching serial killer documentaries and they like right. you know, Anthony Hopkins character in Silence of the Lambs and yeah. it's that, yeah, but those that don't, sort of appeal. Uh, or oh, true crime. Some, some true crime does sort of romanticize a little bit but other times it's just it's like a morbid morbidity. Right. right morbid curiosity. Right. Where this one is like showing you it and presenting it in a way that's like kind of fun but the whole point is that it's not supposed to be fun you're right. not supposed to think that this guy is fucking cool like at all right. yeah and you're, right. he's not supposed to deserve anything think, you know I think, like I, I think i guess i the word like i probably used wrongly in terms of i guess more um you can connect you can connect uh in a, in a way not necessarily empathize but I mean, you can because the circumstances are probably similar or, to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And and, right, and, and right. that. But yet, his actions um, are obviously like the movie doesn't condone the actions, and neither yeah. do I think majority of the viewers. I mean, there might be one or two <laughs> that that right. agree with his actions of killing the 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 talk show host. Spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> late um but it's more what they do what people are kind of gravitating towards is the the it is almost the mentality of pull yourself up by your bootstraps you know take it right. take control of your situation and fuck shit up if you need to yeah. to like get you know that's kind of what people are like gravitating towards and the right. point of that movie is to say don't do that yeah, yeah, because yeah. it leads to you know uh, some sort of collapse. There's other ways to kind of go about it. We're like parasites. Like you join this family, and it's just kind of ghetto. <laughs> they find like this. This they they do an exploit exploit exploitative move, right? But it doesn't. It's not saying like you. Know, it, it's saying that was fine. What wasn't fine was when you stepped over the boundary, right? And it started to push towards like. Yeah, you know, once your hands touch something else, it's not yeah. like that. That's when it becomes a problem. Because there's a weird innocence to what the family starts to do. Exactly. Because because it's like they, they're just trying to get their shit. Yeah, you know, they, they're, like, they're broke as fuck. Is like. it is it is it morally wrong that they're pretending to pe- people that they're not? But like everyone does that, really. Whether I mean, it's yeah, whether right. it's me pretending to be some a slightly different Byron to someone than somebody else. We all do. We all do that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it, in that we terms, all, I we think all it's, speak differently. There, I mean, yeah. like phonetically or not phonetically. You have um, your our, our dialects. Right, like right. we have family dialects. Mm-hmm. We have friend dialects. <laughs> we have true. all different. You dialects. have your work personality. You yeah, have your yeah, friend yeah. personality. You know, it's just yeah. that's that's just what people do. You know, it's like yeah, what yeah, you're saying. So then, with but with Joker, it's not really like that. He's kind of just the same guy throughout. You get to see a buildup of 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 who he is, but he's he doesn't. You don't have that. He doesn't. He's never innocent. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, right. Right. Yeah. He's maybe innocent. Right. At, like, man, I'm kind of far removed. I'm trying to think. Like the very beginning. I, yeah. But then when he doesn't get his attention right away, because like the very that, beginning, yeah, he, he kind of gets crapped on. Yeah. Which but he is, still has that anger in him. Yeah. That's kind yeah, of, yeah yeah. It's just untapped, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so he's kind of crapped on 
but his his answer to that is uh incorrect right. i guess and, and, right. and what's interesting too is the movie which i liked the movie doesn't it doesn't give you any um answers or ideas about what would be the right thing to do or or why why people choose to to act that way because people of that type could be just be like i had no other i had no other option or so you know what i mean like they can give you that lame excuse you mean in parasite or with joker in joker because like you know like the whole incel thing right right i i I, it's weird because i was expecting more of that in the movie because i because of the stupid critics put that on the film before they actually saw the movie um (laughs) so the whole time i was watching it i was kind of i was like i'm not i get i get i get that the joker can be seen as kind of like an incel right but yeah at the same time he seems more to me just like kind of just the rate you know a sociopathic i mean i guess incels are in, in a way too but incels are I don't know. Incels are different. <laughs> the incel are, thing comes different. in with the narcissism think, that right. he eventually gains. It does. Yeah. yeah. And and I think where that connection is there is a lot of incels like um, idolize the Joker. You yeah, know? exactly. And I think they idolize the Joker for being something that they're not. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, like they wish they were that person who could just go out and do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so, but they're not. You know, right. they, they stay inside and they have... Um, it is in being an incel is kind of a sickness honestly yeah uh, like a, it's a dudes who really feel um toxic masculinity and don't really know what to do with the it's like the negative side of it's like the toxic masculinity that affects men versus affecting women which is normally what it does but um it does kind of hurt everybody i think um and i think it's a product of that but uh um, what I'm trying to say is that I don't think Joker is an, at all um, in cell E, but I could I could understand like Americans like connecting those two dots. But overseas, like it seems like people aren't connecting those dots at all because they're not as concerned about incels as we are. Yeah, and probably because they don't have domestic terrorism like we do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, incels certainly is definitely seems like an American, American phenomenon, yeah, but yeah. Um, I think what separates him out from not being a direct incel is just that incels tend to be uh, self-proclaimed or like self-aware yeah. of that yeah. status that they put on themselves. Right. Uh, yeah, whereas he it. doesn't. They're proud of that. Yeah, he doesn't they're say proud. he's yeah. an incel. He just fantasizes about something yeah. that doesn't end up being true. And that's not... I don't necessarily know if that lack of sex was a cause in the movie for what he yeah, did. It was more it, just a. Right. It was more just a showing you that he's going. Yeah, because I don't think it crazy. was about the sex. Yeah, you know? it's so. It, yeah. But but it's that it's a parallel to a lot of the mentality. Yeah. Of you right. know of well society you know put me down and society does yeah. this and then you know they do that and it's not my fault and. You know, if I go crazy, it's just because uh, because society, you know, made me go crazy, yeah. and right, you know, right, that's kind of where it starts to to match. But no, it's not it's not as direct. That's why I thought more about 
this is literally just a serial killer movie. I mean, it's literally just yeah. an origin story. Yeah. Of a that's that's mainly what I thought. I mean, it's just an amalgamation of all of them, and you can see it literally just read any major serial killer. And I think you're right about that's exactly right. how they start the narcissism part too, because like I think Joker has some narcissistic tendencies, but I think everybody has those. Um, but like at the same time, he really does love his mom, and right. I don't, I don't like you. You don't. I don't know. Like, there's definitely. Uh, I don't think incels necessarily would show like that any, sort of emotion, yeah, to someone. Um, at least the dangerous, dangerous ones that actually end up doing what they do because, I, you know what I mean. I don't know. I guess, but then again, I guess Joker does what he does too, and he still loves his mom. But I don't know. I guess that's weird. Um, <laughs> well, it's, take that it's back. I take that back. But I, but I think there's well, definitely well, something something there that's different. There's something there. Well, I think part of it is how crazy his mom turned out to be. Well, that's true right? too. So, yeah. So that's a whole other level to to think about. Is is I guess, I guess yeah, because that's right. Because he does feel betrayed by her at one he, point, yeah. and that's when he really breaks. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's and that's true, when they yeah. have the sixth sense scene where it's like, oh, like she wasn't there the whole time. It's just like, <laughs> All right, we get it. But uh, so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think you guys are right. I mean, I, th- I don't, I don't think he's. I mean, I, but I could still see what, oh, like, if yeah. those dots like connected. But it's a very, it's a very gray line, you know, that they're they're connected, uh, you know, th- by. Yeah, and like. Uh, Sadly, in our culture too, you know, a lot of people read headlines and they read the the bold print, but they don't read the fine print, and they jump to conclusions. And I think people really have to kind of like do what we're doing now too, and also just kind of take actually watch know, the take movie. It, take, actually, well, yeah, well, actually watch the movie, but then also really think about it and 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 kind of think about I don't know, you know what I mean? I I, I don't know because I think you right. can, like you can easily, and I would fault no one really of of just walking out of oh he was he's an incel like yeah well yeah you you can look at it broadly but I don't know how many people I, I don't know I don't know how to explain that it's just a natural no, comparison I, I, yeah it's a natural comparison yeah. to do. and I, I I think yeah which is fair it's it's it is but it's also one that's easy because it's been laid out already right by people so I think you're right you go into it thinking that and then you find the connections but I don't know if that incel conversation behind the Joker would be as big if it weren't for having been pointed out and been planted in people's minds already. Yeah, from the from the start. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be called incel. It'd be you know, yeah, mass shooter type, mass shooter personality type. or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Crazy, Which is yeah. like that is what he is. Yeah, you know. Totally. Yeah, and it's crazy because like nothing happened after the movie. There was no theater shootings but you know what i mean but there was not nothing yeah. happened you know like it, it yeah so it, it which is good <laughs> you know like yeah, um, for sure it for just sure. I, that says a lot too you know about i think what the film did in terms of you know maybe there was going to be some people that were felt that maybe thought that they were going to be riled up by it but then by film's end they were just like oh fuck you know <laughs> i don't know right or just repeat <laughs> aurora shootings you know what i mean right. like the because that happened during the dark night yeah you know um well i'll tell you in my experience watching it uh, i watched it opening weekend it was on the sunday it wasn't opening night um but i watched it at the cinerama uh in seattle uh on sunday like at seven o'clock or something like that 
uh, and there was extra security. Um, the security guards were walking in and out of the theater during prominent scenes, especially scenes with guns. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and it, it added, like, an extra level of, like, because like i'd stop sometimes i'd see someone come in and you could tell when the scene was building up to something (laughs) and i would look over there and see someone just standing there and when it first happened i wasn't sure if that was the security guard i thought like for a second (laughs) but then they left and i saw security on the back and i was like okay thank god like that was you know (laughs) but i that was in my brain the whole time and i i saw it with our friend jacob bevilacqua from from school another filmmaker that we know uh and uh and he was he also felt had the same thing oh shit he was he was like oh yeah i I saw that guy i wasn't sure (laughs) what was going on so like (laughs) but there was extra security at the front like there was extra like there was just like a lot so it made it um it added a level that i don't think you could understand especially like in the point in time we're, we're at with all the shootings that are going on like I don't know if you can understand the feeling of like yeah. going and doing that there at that theater, yeah, yeah. you know. I didn't think about that. I don't know. We watched it. I just watched it offhand, just like yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I remember people were saying stuff about it, but I just like didn't even. I don't know. Didn't even cross my yeah, mind when I was watching it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's weird. I I feel like it's maybe. I mean, it's. I think it has to do with why going to a theater is is different than seeing it at home or or um i almost wonder if that was part of the marketing or if i was curious if, about that too like if it was a uh the tingler what's that guy's name who did the tingler um william castle castle if it was like uh, a william castle thing where like um but i don't know if like they would i don't think you could do that on like a wide budget i think you could though release. I think you could. I think you just start, you just start, you literally just start releasing articles. Like you write like copy for articles. Oh yeah. And just yeah. start releasing it. And it's like, Oh, and then get, get the, uh, get the theaters to pay for the extra security. Yeah. It's like hella cheap way to do marketing. Actually. I understand. You know, I understand. it's like what Netflix, it's like how people think that Netflix does like, sh- you know, shady marketing basically where they introduce ideas and controversy just to like have them talk about it or like, or, uh, what people think Scorsese's been doing recently for the Irishman, where it's like has nothing uh, to do yeah. with the Irishman, but it's like, <laughs> oh, he's in the spotlight, so people yeah. are gonna go watch it. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of what marketing is now. It's just like, how do you yeah. insert discussion? Yeah. Basically, yeah. how do you get? Yeah, because yeah. Todd Phillips was in the news all the time because he was saying about he, the reason why Joker, how he didn't, he's not doing comedy like Hangover and stuff anymore, was because you know woke culture killed comedy or something so and all these things that he was saying that that was getting him in the newspaper but i'm like does he really think that like who knows no and was that of course and was that like just taken out of context like it's just all marketing Uh, that's how i took it you know i think it's i think a lot of it is marketing i don't think i think there's a lot of it that happens by accident which is always nice but i think there's a lot like for example like look how they they didn't brand uh that like as a Todd Phillips film or as like a, right. you know what I mean? Or the director of whatever, right. It was like, 
Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And DC. Yeah. And that's it. It was no, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was it from so the like, guy who brought you the Hangover trailer. Yeah, exactly. So it, right. the marketing for that movie was already like, okay, how do we make it so Todd Phillips is is mildly relevant here <laughs> uh, in a way right. that makes sense? And then how yeah. do we if he if we can't ride the the director wave like you would with like a Nolan or Tarantino, what else do we do on a you know? Well, his next you movie, call I almost guarantee they will, though. Of course, they're going to be like the, from the director of the yeah, Joker. Now the they gold, can. Now the they can. Line winning, right? Yeah, that's three, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But so, but that's what I'm saying. So, because like now they can, but before they're like you know limited budget. If if you have a thirty whatever million yeah. twenty million marketing budget, I mean that cash goes quick. Uh, so by doing things where you inject it, you know, and there are marketing companies that exist now. That all they do is social media marketing, and they can make trending hashtags happen yeah. in a, just a few yeah. minutes. I mean, oh yeah, this is real stuff here. Where yeah. like the the discussion of culture uh, of the discussion in culture is easily influenceable because companies exist that can game, yeah. you know, rig the game. So like, oh, actually, for sure. all you do is write some spot. shit. You write some shit for fucking some articles. Throw some ideas up on Reddit. Start some fucking shit on like Twitter and Instagram and and stuff like that, and uh, that's it. Yeah, like yeah. that's it. That's fucking. That's we, all we need. We do it. We do it all the time for visit Seattle. You know, uh, trying to get people to come visit here and not live here. <laughs> Hopefully, which we're doing a horrible job of that. Honestly. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of that shit is just like you can pay for articles and we get our films up there and we get a ton of views um just because you know we can connect with the rolling stone and you have to pay a lot to connect with them Mm -hmm. but you can and you get like people do read those articles Mm -hmm. um and uh watch the films because of that you know so it really just depends on but it but the thing is is like it has to be the right thing you Mm -hmm. know like it can't you can't just you can't put the joker on I'm sure you put Joker on Rolling Stone, but uh, you you can't put Joker on like Zoe Deschanel's uh, website. You know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't work. Right. You yeah. Know? Right. That's so why there there is a special like this is why people do this for a living. You know, brand strategy. Um, there's a special way to do it. Totally. Uh, totally. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got to do it right. But I find yeah. that so fucking fascinating, though. Dude, it's kind of crazy. It is fascinating. Marketing in this day and age is fucking fascinating because it's so. <laughs> It's so Wild West right now <laughs> with the shit that you can do and you can just get away with on, like, you know, low budgets. And it's all about, like, quote-unquote organic kind of, you know, movement and discussion through yeah. social media and media and stuff. The Bernie like, Sanders it's fucking way. crazy, dude. It's fucking yeah. crazy. But I think, yeah, I think part of the the whole Joker thing, I think, is definitely, there's a lot of, has to do with the marketing and then once it once it's rolling, it's like there's no way to stop the ball. Yeah. It's just gonna it's just gonna become what it is, you know. Right. I've actually, and I, oh, go ahead. Oh, going back to our conversations regarding the um, shots of Joker that were leaked, uh, and <laughs> yes. I when we were talking about it originally, I was theorizing that that was all fake PR bullshit. Um, totally was not, <laughs> but. Um, Maybe they leaned into it. I don't know. Dude, I you think I, I mean? think leaked photos are the most like one oh one way 
to start building hype around your film. Yeah. I yeah. think leaking... I mean, Apple does it all the time for every single yeah. um, keynote yeah. that they do. I think leaking yeah. is way less about things actually leaking out than people purposely leaking it out. Yeah. Like, people right. who are right. in control of that shit are like, dude, yeah, we're gonna just, like, <laughs> snap, a, snap a photo. Snap a photo that's, like, almost too good. Like... Yeah, if it, if it was like a thing, you know, if it was like you were actually trying to be sneaky, you wouldn't have like, you know, yeah, a perfectly yeah. framed. There's Joker on the set, yeah. you know, where you right. have to have your fucking phone out, you know, like it's it's like, come on, dude. There's, there's the guy holding like the cardboard box, like for the Joker. Yeah, dude, it's we're like in the wrong spot. It's come on, it's so yeah. Everything about the the photo is like this perfect photo, like. Yeah, it's, right. it's been touched up and probably shopped a little bit before it even right. got leaked out. So right. it's just, right. again, it comes back around to the marketing. And then I think you're right about that. And I think I'm where I was wrong was I thought that that wouldn't be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a Cloverfield thing where like it was like misguiding you to what the movie was about. Um, but I think you might be. I think oh yeah, I think you're totally right. But they did film shit like that. Joaquin Phoenix getting mad at the DP um that's all that was all fake so the and they released it and he played with it for like a week or two and then finally the director of photography was like guys it's fucking fake we filmed that (laughs) on purpose so like you know that if they're doing that shit on set if they're taking the time to have joaquin phoenix like in character as himself playing the Joker. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Getting mad at the camera guy. That they're thinking (laughs) about these things. Totally, oh yeah. You know, so like, it's it's definitely, you know, they have the footage to prove that that the, it's not after they've done filming. It's during the whole process of of, of making the movie that they're right. Of they're thinking about the marketing. Aspect. There's so much content but being created at, around yeah. the movie being made. Yeah, you know, right. And I think people and, are, and look yeah. at Go ahead. look at Christian Bale when he was yelling at the lighting guy oh, in, yeah. in Terminator. <laughs> that was probably real because oh, it, was it was just an audio was, recording. Yeah. You know, but like look at how much like attention that got. Yeah, exactly. So like, okay, we want to like come off as like. This is the Joker. He's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, like you're coming off of uh, um, the guy, like Jared Leto's weird, like sending oh, yeah. like dead fish in the mail to people. Um, and then uh, who was Heath Ledger? Like, sup- like rumor has it that he killed himself um, because of, his, or he not he didn't kill himself intentionally. It was an accidental overdose. But people thought that maybe it had to do with his depression because playing the character was too heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that, yeah. 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 So, like, if you combine all those things, like, it is easily viable <laughs> to, like, that, you know, right. um, this guy would kind of go off. And Walking Phoenix, I'd, I've never met him, but he could, you know, it could be a loose cannon. You know, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think, he's, he's, I think he's pretty put together. I think he's a little quirky, but I think yeah. he's... He, he, he just t- yeah. takes his acting very seriously. Yeah, he, he does. Like. Yes, but, yes, yes. So, that's, all I, that's actually an interesting thing between these two movies, too, is, like, the the so parasite comes out has its uh what i think it's premieres that can right yeah and it won and it wins yeah so it, it does like what is essentially the traditional film way go to the film festival win an award that's how you're going to sell the movie and that's how all their marketing really was the their marketing has been pretty, pretty low-key but it's good though it's good, yeah, but it is yeah, low key. It's quaint. It it's a constant. Yeah. It is quaint because of the tone and the way right. they're trying to push things. But it's like 
they are pushing it in a more traditional way. Sponsored right. ads, Definitely. you know, constantly showing the best film of the year right. on everything that they do. Right. You know, just and and picking very specific shots that look well on a five second, you know, the slow-mo shot, for yeah. example, is yeah, a really yeah. good five second right. little someone scrolls past it. Yeah. Type of thing. So their marketing has been as straightforward as you probably can be. And then you flip to Joker, and it's almost like seeping with desperation their marketing is that they they, because they're doing so much to to make you want to go see this because it needs to be a hit yeah we're like you know so like they they do these things where like you know we're doing uh organic slash inorganic creation and and discussion creation in different media forums you know we're you're we're posting like snippets of it we're doing maybe these behind the scenes we're faking some (laughs) things maybe on set um and uh you know kind of just like building all these like little parts of like oh look at all these different you know things let's get some critics in here that are really gonna say something very specific and that'll be part of the marketing that they do because obviously that's marketing i mean yeah why else would you bring critics in for it right (laughs) um so like it's all has to do with that oh hold on one second sorry anyway um and then um but yeah, it's like combining all that has this like weird like desperate feel to it, and then you have like, like I said, Parasite's just like, I'm just good. <laughs> well, yeah, and <laughs> you know what I mean. They, and they both did the same thing. They both went to one of three of like the major film festivals in the world, and one. Okay, so that's the weird yeah. part. That yeah. is the weird thing is that they happen to also hit on winning a major award yeah. as part yeah. of their marketing strategy. It's like. That, I think that was one of the times it was an accident. Yeah, and they're like, fuck it, yeah. we get to roll with it I mean, now, yeah, you know? I, mean, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't know if they actually thought they were going to have a chance at winning the Golden Lion. I don't know. Maybe they did. I mean, I, who knows? But you enter hoping you're going to win yeah, something, right? But it's like, right. I mean, it's like a big studio film, you know? I mean, it's crazy. It's but a like, weird, it's yeah. awesome at the same well, time. Well, you know, those executives got whiff of, they know what's happening. When Bong Joon Ho starts to make a movie, they hear Bong Joon Ho's making yeah, a movie, yeah, yeah. and they're like, yeah, "Oh yeah. shit!" Now yeah, we get Parasite yeah, for you can, sure. You can yeah. already see Phillips the trailer. Like, yeah, they're know. they're 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 scanning. They're always knowing what's who's who's the hottest shit. Uh, you know who's the the two thousand hottest people sure. right now that we yeah, need to be watching. Yeah. Watch everything they're doing. What are they doing? When are they starting? How are they filming? Where are they going? Yeah. But that's what's so you funny. Know, about, like, you know, but I don't think Todd Phillips is on anybody's list. But that's the thing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But but the executive, someone new, going like putting the film in at the festivals. Right. You have the chance to win. Yeah. You know, and then to be like the comic book movie that won. When it had you know, producers, like, I mean, the producer, the main producer behind um, Joker is the main producer behind The Irishman. And see, this is what I'm saying. She's a boss. Like she gets shit what I'm done, saying, dude. So like Emma Koskoff. Uh, what, what was her name? Emma Emma uh, Koskoff. It might might be. Yeah, that is her. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. does all of Scorsese's. Yeah, she's done like Silence and. Uh, yeah, she was because he was going to be on Joker, so of course she's going to be involved, yeah. and then, you know. And she like the Joker, like they had the best, the best of the best, like the best crew, like they had the same people from that were shooting on Scorsese's film that 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 they had on Joker, like the best talent in New York, the best film grips, the best they had on Joker, which is pretty cool oh, wow. <laughs> and, and to them too like i mean todd phillips todd phillips is almost no risk yeah because like 
Oh, so the Hangover dude can't actually make a movie. All right, well then, fuck it. Like, fuck yeah, it. Well, we don't need him. The thing is, is they like him because the Hangover trilogy were hugely successful. Right, right. So he made the studios a fuck ton of money. Right. War Dogs right. actually was did fairly well too. And so he probably he probably had some things worked in there where it was yeah. like, you know, if I can do this, then I get to do that. It's, well, it's he, always quid pro quo, right? They give him. They gave him. They didn't. He actually. Uh, gave up some of his director fees for um percentage of the profits so he made oh, way more <laughs> fucking boss man he made fucking bank dude, dude every man. big director who gets <laughs> loaded does that but what i'm saying is is uh todd phillips is like we know he's made money so there is a proven track record that he can do it he can yeah. he can do a film to make money it's like, right yeah. this is his shot at shifting over to something else yeah so for them it's like if it's a success win if it's not a success i mean it's todd phillips like yeah he can go back you know we don't care he can go back to making us our money through comedies <laughs> right so like so the idea here is that it's really a win-win for them because if especially especially if he decides to take less money up front then they're even more stoked yeah, because yeah. they don't really, you know, you you always assume that well, whatever, right, you know, right. If it if yeah. it's a flop, then we we paid this fucker this much money. Yeah. But if it's not, then you know, <laughs> okay, fine, we'll pay him. But like, we made a shit ton more on top of it, right? So it's this weird scenario where putting him in the director's chair, it was such a weird win 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 win. Yeah, that like it was like a yeah. like, for the studio that it was like. How do you, you really yeah. couldn't have failed? And then it just so happened that actually it was like an ultra win across the yeah. board fun, but I think financially. I cards right. I mean, I think it's kind of like, this is kind of a corny saying, but I've heard it. Filmmaking is like painting. To understand, to understand to make a film is the same. How does it, to understand money for a film is like, as a painter, understanding paint. Like you need to. Oh yeah, you know, like you, yeah. oh yeah, you you have to understand money to be able to make a film. It's a business, and yeah, that makes sense. You have to understand paint to make to paint. So I, it it makes sense that he he obviously knows how to he understands money. If you make money for the studio, right. the studio is going to yeah. be more likely to give you what you want to yeah. make more money. And Nick Refn like, you know. is the same way. His on a on a much lower level, but he makes right. his studios money. So he's able to kind of just do carte blanche, whatever the fuck he wants, because yeah. he makes his his shit makes money for him. It's not a lot right. of money, and but I, I think you know, right? And Todd Todd Phillips, like I think you're I think you're right, Keith. He, like he did uh, prove that he could make money with all this Hangover movies, but I think he also proved that he could tackle the serious tone uh, in Joker with War Dogs. Sure. And War Dogs, what it did make more than its budget, but it wasn't really like. It wasn't a big money maker. It probably lost money after all the marketing and stuff, um, but but it did um, it did prove that he like could do something that was a little more serious and that is probably a little less road trip, a little less old school, um, and is a little more like you know prestigious yeah. maybe. Um, even though War Dogs is still a comedy, um, it it does have this like w- really uncomfortable tone. Uh, that I think he had to do in order to get the job for Joker. I, I, I feel like War Dogs totally was his, probably, he probably used that to convince the studios to make this movie. And I think you know, the critics honestly. liked War Dogs, too. Critics like War Dogs, yeah. So he's kind of like this pack, perfect package of someone who could deliver something that is 
serious and uh, critically acclaimable, but also can make a, a lot of money. Yeah, totally. So I, I just wanted to add that because War Dogs was kind of a standout film as far as I didn't know he did War Dogs. His, yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, it that one it. it it makes sense. It is like a weird stepping stone between like between Hangover and Joker. Yeah, uh, just because it is like it is kind of a half step. Yeah, he really played his cards right. I mean, I have to give him props. I think yeah, he, no, he for knew sure. Exactly what he was doing. For sure, his him and his team of people, his agent or whatever, they definitely. And I'm not disparaging at all uh, him no, sure. at all. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. yeah it's a uh, telling you straight. You know, this is this is what's going on here. Yeah, yeah pretty obviously. But so right. I want to before I forget this and before we draw to a close since we're getting on in time. Um, I just want to make kind of just kind of come in full circle with this interesting socioeconomic theme we have. I wish we would have talked about Parasite more, but it's fine. Um, uh, but having these two movies deal with the rich and the poor and not yeah. having really a middle ground. That's kind of what film is right now <laughs> when you think yeah, about it. So because what we're just talking about. Okay, so, so one thing I've talked about that's on the show before funny. is... These uh, almost out of nowhere directors who are given gigantic films to work on, right? Jurassic because World. of the exact yeah, and uh, Godzilla, you know, the dude before that, like oh, yeah. he made a, a decent film. Don't get me wrong, but it was like to then be given a hundred million, whatever yeah. budget is is like insane, right? Obviously, for what I just said, where it's for the studio, it's low risk. If he's a success, awesome. Now we have a success. We can throw in throw him in other movies. If not, he wasn't that much money. Fuck it, he's done, right? So you have that, which, if you think about it, is kind of like the low end. So here we're gonna give you some money. It'll be a little bit or whatever. You gotta really make it work, right? And you're gonna have to do some creative things, work your ass off, get in, and and you know do the right steps kind of like how todd phillip plays cards right you kind of got to play all these things correctly to get to work to 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 do this on the flip side you have what are essentially the ultra rich with like the bruce waynes or with the family and parasite with like the nolans where it's like we have to pay this dude 50 million just to get on the set plus another 200 million to get all of his actors plus another 200 million just to make the movie he wants to make but we're going to give him that money anyway because he's probably going to make double that at the right. end of the day and, so he's and like he comes back under budget every time right exactly yeah. so there's no like there's no like middle ground anymore it's like 200 million for your movie or like 30 or less and it's like <laughs> i think that's- it's like it's literally like there's the two the two the and so all the people who are quote unquote in the middle or whatever just did like a horizontal shift into TV and just left it exactly. entirely and left film say, like that's what you know? that's where TV is filling. Yeah. TV is that middle ground. And those right middle now. ground people uh, were all the, the people who class. were like some of the most creative because they never had enough to fully commit to what their vision was, but enough to do something for someone who was who could craft yeah. it well. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like Fincher has I'm, never had a big budget anything. Right. If you look at all of his films, they're all Roughly sixty or less. Yeah, Scorsese's the same way too. And the, and all these people decided, well, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna make Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make fucking uh, House of Cards. Like, you know, people are these these uh, network TV places are gonna give me cash to do that. Fuck it, I'm just gonna go that way. Yeah. And we'll leave it. You know, we'll leave it to uh, who the fuck who what the Russo is it the Rousseau brothers who did right. Endgame or whatever. Yeah. Fucking you know, we'll give all the money to those guys. We'll give them to the Nolans and even Tarantino's like in this weird. 
He's the only kind of exception who lives in this middle ground, right? Yeah. What? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was what, like, 120. One of his larger ones, but it's even that's kind of quote unquote middle. Yeah. But then yeah, everything else is like, you know. And then you have like 90. Yeah. Okay. So what? I think Django was his most expensive one. I think. Might have been. Um, yeah so like it's kind of this weird like it's weird how we talked about these movies and then yeah like that's how film just kind of is either you're gonna be on the poor end yeah and you really gotta make it work so that you can (laughs) skip up to the 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 top or big boys which is probably not gonna be good for you in the long run anyway and it's gonna cause problems (laughs) or you know how much was the irishman it's funny um i will look it up because I think that might, one might be one of his, um, ironically, one of his bigger budgets, but Netflix... Ooh, 160. Yeah, so it's Netflix, uh, actually... Uh, that's because he had to bring Joe Pesci out of retirement yeah, to true, fucking... Yeah. He had to coax him with some... Yeah. But if you think about it, like that's right in the middle there, almost, in, in terms of... That's on the higher side, I think, for... for and Scorsese. if you think about it, that's not... I mean... Okay, if you want to be super technical, that's not a studio quote unquote yeah, movie, it's, it's a, right? It's, no, it's, it's a different yeah, thing. So Netflix, it doesn't even yeah. exist in the realm of right. so it's still, quote unquote it's filmmaking. Still the class. All the studios yeah. were not going to give him money for it, right. so he went to Netflix and he got right. the money. So it's so, kind of like his yeah. TV. It's three yeah. and a half hours yeah. long. It's exactly. It's kind of bizarre. Like even he is not. He's like said, "Fuck it, I'm just not even going to try and fight." in that like yeah, you know, top or bottom war, and I'm just going to go left and fucking you know. It's kind of crazy. I think. Crazy, well, man. it is. It is interesting because I, uh, the Script Notes podcast has talked about this and how they talk about how movies within the ninety to like two hundred million range are danger. That's like a dangerous territory because it's like you're spending a lot, but then it, it like there's different kinds of movies. You know, mm-hmm. is this a blockbuster where you can bring the family to, or like what is that range? You know, mm-hmm. but in the in the like fifty million range, it's like okay, this can be anything. You know, let's we could market this to a specific audience. Mm-hmm. It could be a horror. Right. You know, but if you're hitting like a hundred and ninety, that's like this awkward <laughs> point where it's like this needs to like make a lot, but. It it needs to like it's not like it's less for sure. I think is is what they. That's true. That's an extremely about. good way to put it. Yeah. What was one of the yeah. biggest bombs we've had recently? Like, would that be like Justice League? No, or... there's been a couple of movies very very recently that were like major flops. That had you mean in 2019. Yeah. I know Doctor right. Sleep was a flop, but I don't think that budget was like super huge. That movie, that was also just a movie that didn't need to happen either. So, like, <laughs> I mean, that's funny. I'm curious, oh, I'm, Dark I'm Phoenix. Dark Phoenix oh, was a huge flop. There was others. There's yeah, a couple. Yeah. There was like some animated Men movie or something that came out. That was uh, Godzilla. Like, yeah, Godzilla. Ugly Dolls. <laughs> yeah, that's the animated. That's an animated one. Is that the animated one? I know. It's I don't think it is the one that I'm thinking of, but yeah. I, I was reading Dora one and the Lost City. Oh, it's the Dora Explorer. Are do those all of those float in that in that range? I wonder if they all float in that um, 80, 90... Actually, it has it here. So, um, uh, so Dark Phoenix, what, Phoenix was $200 million. Holy shit. Um, so that one was right in the... Bottom. They were trying to ride the wave of that chick from Game of Thrones, and yeah. it fucking yeah. blew up in their well, face, that, th- dude. That one seems... That one, they were totally going for, like, the big budget, you know? They were. Um, they were trying to ride... That. They were trying to ride the wave, right, with this with the actress from it. And then had no idea yeah, what they were the, doing yeah, past that. Right, yeah. right. Two hundred million. Um, How much did it get? Twenty million. <laughs> probably got half. I, I I think it is actually something like that. Um, <laughs> it says it right here. Let me see. Um. Uh, sixty-five. 
Oh, that's damn. tough. Especially when you that's, consider they dumped. That's the biggest. They dumped a hundred, hundred fifty million into marketing, probably too. Um, and then oh. Men in Black was about hundred ten um, box office. It made two fifty. So that that actually did not great, but it could have yeah, could have been worse for that. I feel like Godzilla is a lot higher than. Really, I think Dark Phoenix is the biggest one of the year because it yeah, because yeah. of how expensive it was. There was a couple of others like where it's like they did oh, Godzilla. That's in that dangerous territory between 170 and 200 mil. Jeez, um, dude. And that that is one of those weird ones where it is like in that weird spot. Yeah, 100 million to make a movie just sounds like Look, what did you do with that extra money? Right. You know what I mean? Like Well, even like 150. And that's where that's where um Scorsese's movie is like the weirdest amount because it is like a 170. That is super bizarre. And that's you know? uh so that makes me wonder too, because you're like you're wondering, okay, what did you do with that extra money? Because it probably wasn't utilized to get a different actor than you would have had at half that amount, right? Like, right, like right. you could there's actors like it's like the Sandler thing where Sandler's doing uncut gems. Like I don't know how much uncut gems budget is. I know Sandler gets paid a shit ton of money by Netflix, so maybe he just took a fucking I don't know, took a cut. like took a maybe cut to do something weird. Do but these that's yeah. what I'm saying is like these there's actors that take cuts to do weird shit like that, right? Occasionally, right. so like yeah, in the fifty to sixty, if you can coax an actor out with a decent story to to, to take. A one two million dollar you know uh rate or whatever it is for the film then you already are that wouldn't have changed that much if you went a hundred million sure it, sure maybe it doubled but then it's like so what that's like nothing you know like like it, it just seems weird like yeah you, you might as well exist in the 50 ish range you can get your whole script made you're probably gonna have to make some creative decisions that make your film better because of the lack, you know, the limitations that are imposed by your budget. Right. And you're still probably going to get a name on the film that's going to be that's going to make it sellable. So right. like and then you're putting less risk and pressure on yourself to have that success cuz you're like I mean, it's the same amount of it's the same amount of pressure and risk essentially because you have to still make the money back, but <laughs> you have a better your odds are better, you know. It's like betting right. on black and red in roulette versus betting on just like, you know, whatever fucking right. color and number <laughs> or like. so you could do all that or you could just remake the lion king and do a really shitty job and still make a billion dollars <laughs> still be disney yeah, holy dude. fuck Ugh. did it really make over a billion dude 1.6 billion and i had a 250 dude. million budget according disney so. is about it, to suck everything <laughs> dry based off nostalgia alone oh, nostalgia dude. alone is giving holy them fuck. trillions 1. of dollars six billion dude that's disgusting Dude, it's crazy because, I mean, Tiff and I, we didn't go see this in theaters because we heard it was just okay, you know. But we watched it uh, the other night and I watched the second half of it. And it just, it doesn't, it just doesn't invoke the same feeling as the original. You know, it just doesn't, it does, just doesn't have it. Probably because you're not thing. a kid watching it. He's like, no, I'm definitely a kid watching it. What I'm saying is like. I mean, the, it like, it doesn't, like the, the anime, like the. The photorealistic like animals can't emote in the same way that you you could get out of right. animation. Right. Uh, and I'm just saying that just 
as a criticism of photorealism. Uh, no, it's true. Less, uh, you, you know what I mean? So, and that was missing because in Jungle Book you had the kid that, so you had something to bounce, like get some emotion out of it. But Lion King is just pure photorealistic animals. Um, so it, it didn't, it, it, there wasn't a ground to like stand on. No, that's totally that true. Sense. That's totally true. And I think, I mean, that's just the, that's how animation, when it's really animated is it works because you can stretch it. Yeah, stretch and, yeah, and you can things. feel it. You, yeah, exactly. But you're also like, exactly. I mean, you know, when you first watched Lion King, how old were we? You know, like yeah. you're pretty young and to have those like right. that hard hitting kind of, you know, moments of that, that movie or whatever, you know, I, it was a weird decision. On their part, certainly to uh, it. No, it's actually not. It's it's. Well, to go photorealistic sure is a weird decision. To remake Lion King is not, because oh, they're I remaking the shit out of everything. They're fucking. Yeah, they did Lady. Uh, right. They're like you know. Oh, there's a little <laughs> know, bit of I milk in there. Squeeze Disney it out Plus. of there. Yeah. You know, like it's it, that's all they're doing, and that's what I'm saying. I feel is, like is, it was. It's because Jungle Book was the photorealistic take on it, and they did they did Beauty and the Beast, and they're just trying to do hey, let's do photorealistic yeah, CG Cinderella. release it re releases for everything. Um, that's that's just kind of like the thing. I can't wait for uh, the that they're doing realistic uh, version of uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny. It's just all dark and murky. It's like they're under both the, CGI movies. You just but, can't see. Uh... <laughs> It'd be funny if they showed the coral reefs and it's all fucked up because <laughs> there's just trash everywhere. It's just trash everywhere. Oh, <laughs> The sharks would be creepy, dude. You can't make Bruce dude, not creepy. Yeah, that's true. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm a Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Fish friends, not food. That'd be cool. An actual great white right shark saying that would be kind of creepy, dude. I don't that know. That would be <laughs> hell if even the seagulls would be annoying as fuck, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they they're they're fucking... It's all about nostalgia. Of course they're going to make it. You know, everyone's yeah. going to go see Lion King just because it says Lion King on it, you know? It's just... Yeah. I, I would be so surprised sad. if... I don't know how much say Pixar has, but I feel like they do have a voice... But I don't think they'll remake live action remake any of their of the Pixar movies because I, I <clears throat> no Toy Story they don't need to I think it's mean? different I don't think they need to yeah Toy <laughs> 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 I feel like they'd make a sequel before doing dude that the live Spider action Doll thing. in live action would be crazy <laughs> no, um, yes. stop oh, motion God, animation oh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. scary um, no they don't know I think I think Pixar. They pump so much money into animation R&D for that that they don't have no reason to make it anything live action there when they can just do right. Disney Studios do that and keep them totally separate and still make a fucking, you know, trillion, yeah. gajillion dollars. Right. You know, so That's like I, they don't need to. They're going to take old properties. They're going to recycle them. They're going to put some Fox properties away for the next like 10 years and they're going to pop them out and be like, ha, remember Alien? <laughs> well, ha, here's nostalgia again for you. We're going to give you some new Alien. <laughs> What if it's they did the opposite, trash. where they took like old live action movies and Pixar them? That hasn't been done yet. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, what if they took like copyright here? If you take that idea, <laughs> give us money. <laughs> you know, like what if they took like what's a beloved old Disney movie? Like, well, this is Song of the South. This, oh god, <laughs> no, like what, this is lots of changes this, out this to this be made. Disney, but like, what if they? Well, no. A Disney movie that's you're talking about a live action I have an old live action Disney movie there's not really a lot of old because they started as an animation studio yeah so you'd have to go into the but see that's the thing is then they they just made live action based off of their yeah I don't know dude oh live action Mulan looks terrible 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> can we, that's, that's can we throw that oh, out does there? Look bad. I saw that trailer. That, that looks terrible. Well, um, it's funny as I heard that the actress too said something about old Yeller, the, the Hong Kong thing. Oh yeah, old Yeller. Like, what if they did? Actually, I could see that as a Pixar movie. <laughs> I could do. I could yeah, actually I could see, see that as a um, Pixar movie. I just picture the Fox and the Hound or whatever. Though, <laughs> I think that was kind of their their version. Fox oh, that's what I was gonna oh. say too. Treasure Island. If they go oh, all yeah, the way Treasure back. Treasure Island. Yeah, Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Um, Twenty thousand leagues under Bring the sea. Back. <laughs> Davy Crockett, Pixar. Yeah. Dude. Um, to add on to that, though, real quick, uh, that's the other thing that Disney's doing. That's playing with that whole they're they're getting all their tokens out right now. Yeah. All their token characters. You know what I mean? They're like, we had our black person movie. We have our like, you know, superhero whatever movie with some women in it. Oh, here's our Asian woman movie for you. You know what I mean? Like, they're definitely dropping like. Yeah. Here's yeah, our token characters the that we want to. Islander, Moana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, but yeah. It's cool that they're doing it in terms of like. It is. It's, yeah. it's about fucking time that there's not just white, you know, characters. But the problem is, it's not doing it in a way that's like actually decent, like a decent way to do it. <laughs> like making just transfixing or transplanting an Asian person into a superhero movie doesn't make it a good like right like yeah that's yeah. what that yeah. that's so lazy right. and so yeah, manipulative see, and so obvious saying. but then people are like they eat it up but they finally had yeah, one yeah, yeah. and it's like dude right. come that's on. what i like, like about like uh this crazy that, I, asian these, this crazy what's that the crazy rich asians. crazy rich asians that was great about that movie <laughs> this crazy asian. i actually saw that movie <laughs> well, it's, it's actually a pretty good movie like i don't normally don't watch those type of movies but i i, I like that movie yeah. a lot but what's cool about yeah, that movie is it's not like what they did with like what you just said like it's actually Oh, like, the farewell. That's really good. Done actually. by you know, uh, uh, it's like written in you know, it's 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 a it's an Asian filmmaking Asian filmmakers did it. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So it's not cut. It's not transplanted like you said, which is good. We need more of that. But like, it is. Right. It's dangerous. But you know, Disney isn't decent. It's like <laughs> it's like I, you know. I, I agree with you, Keith. I disagree and agree. So like, I I obviously we need the we need some more tokens out there because there's not enough. But also, I think where it starts to get fuzzy and and bad is like in in specifically the lion king they added um the scene where nala has like a someone to fight against you know um so there's this other girl hyena who is um bad (laughs) you know and so it gives it gives nala like someone to like fight with um but it doesn't it's pretty much meaningless like in regards to the main story it's just like a weird side thing and it felt like a like a tacked on thing of like okay we need some more like women uh in the film so here's here let's add this piece because the audience would like or the females in the audience might like this but it it totally like doesn't work hmm. you know and it feels like it's just like was okay, she darker if, if um the nala what what do you was mean was she darker just like a darker fur the hyena yeah. no it was a hi- no no but it was like a larger it was a distinct hyena you know um, what was the character of the hyena like uh like physically darker of darker color um honestly with the photorealistic i, I it's um maybe less saturated um it, i mean it's as nala is darker color from why from the trailers the i've light. seen it looks they make i feel like simba looks fairly like white lion is that fair to say 
I'm not fam- I'm not familiar with what the different. Do you mean like white like race? Racially? Yeah. Like is it like a is there like a metaphor in there for like oh this is the white you know what I mean like a lot of movies do that where it's like even when they're animals they still give them like you brighter know colors. yeah like they'll make him more subtly whiter or brighter and make the someone like the hyena you know more subtly know. darker. Nala, I mean Nala does kind of have a Beyonce feel to her i mean she's obviously voiced by beyonce um, oh is she donald donald glover is simba uh, oh, i don't I know, know if it's a pretty it's a pretty black movie uh, all the characters are um the voice actors are black in this movie huh. um except for the the joke characters you know like the the comic relief like you have seth rogan as pumbaa you have the 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 gay guy from parks and rec i can't remember what his name is billy eichner uh, Billy Eichner, he's Timon. Uh, and then you have, <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Zazu is uh, um, the last week tonight. John, John Oliver. Oh, John um, Oliver. So like all the white people are like the funny like comic okay, relief fair guys. Enough. So it's kind of it's it's punching up. You know, going back to our punching up, punching down. And then everyone everyone else is is black. I think actually um, there might be. I don't know if Eric is Eric Andre. Is he? Yeah. Is he black? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's black. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, it's one of the hyenas. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know it's it's maybe it is white lion. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what. I don't know. I just wish I, that I, like I didn't see it that way. But I'm also white, so I wouldn't see it that way. It'd be cool <laughs> you know? if we didn't need to have the superhero lens to like to like introduce these people, because to me it just feels like a bunch of white dudes in a boardroom having a list, and it's like check that one. Check that one. Black yeah. person. Check. And that is Asian. It check. is dangerous. It, it is that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like. I feel that. And it's, so it's I like. I think that's that's where the thing with the Nala, they added that because of that was a boardroom decision. That was not a creative writing decision. Yeah. Um, that wasn't decision, included. Yeah. That was that was included because someone was like, we need to have Nala do something because mm-hmm. it, it can't just be the, the man. But she does like. She does fight back more in this one, which is good. Um, but I, having that extra character doesn't doesn't work. I don't. I don't think. And then there's going to be people who listen to this and who are like, "But Ryan Coogler made Black Panther, so it was like black people filmmaking." And it's like, yes, that's true. But it's still like at the end of the day, it's a person in a boardroom saying, "Black director, black actor, black cast." Uh-huh, we got it. We can, you know what I mean? It's not like a, right. it's not like black filmmakers yeah. coming together to make, to give a black film. Making a bunch it, of money. It's a, it's a white people making. Yeah. Yeah. The CEO of know, Disney and the CEO of Marvel are not black. Yeah. Kevin Feige <laughs> yeah. is a white dude, a dorky, it's nerdy white, white dude. It's all like, white it's, dudes making money. Yeah, it's exactly. So it's like, it's yeah. just like, it's just annoying to me that they're like, check that. We got live action Mulan. We got two for one token. Woman, Asian, boom, we win, <laughs> oh and that movie is probably gonna make a shit ton of money just because of that. And people I are gonna be Mulan, like, "Why so is fucking? It. Why is filmmaking dying? Why is, why is everything suck? Why well, is filmmaking because we, dying? Because you go is, see those movies. This is a complete. Um, go see the parasite instead. This is gonna go be a completely different instead. note, but parasite the guy, really the main guy from Parasite, the the who he's in um all the good Korean movies. He's in Burning, isn't he? Supposedly, supposedly he's in Burning, but I don't remember. I don't. I thought I saw him Song something King else. Ho? Yeah, Song King Let's Ho. See. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. No, Song King Ho is uh, the, he's the dad. Oh, yeah, the dad. So that's what I'm talking about. about oh, dad. you're talking about the dad. Yeah, so he, he would actually make a good he's Joker. He's in everything. He'd make a good Joker. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> interesting. Age Joker, maybe? 
A little bit like older. I put some makeup on him. He does such a good job in all of his movies, and he has that. He can have that very quirky, kind of maniacal um, acting style in some of his movies. He'd actually make a great Joker. Like I would pay. I'd pay to see a. a He'd be. He'd be a good bumbling Joker. Yeah, interesting. But I'd I'd see. I'd see a Joker film directed by Zhang Zhang Bong Zhang Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho with him as the Joker. That would be badass. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Maybe uh, the other dude, um, Kim Ji-Woon, might be a better fit for Joker. That could be cool, too. Because he's kind of got the couple of those like gnarly films under yeah. his belt already. He kind of does. Is that the guy with, who worked? Uh, he said, "I saw the devil." Two, I saw the devil. Two sister, yeah, uh, Tale of two sisters. Yeah. But he also does comedies. He did the last action. Was it last action hero or whatever with Schwarzenegger or whatever it is? Oh, the last, the last. Yeah, that was actually not bad. Yeah, so he does all these different yeah, like genre the last, films the and last stuff. Beat? No, the last. Something. Yeah, it was the last something? Yeah. I have it. I have it somewhere. Last American <laughs> hero. So it was like his like American film. The last stand. Was the last no, no, I don't think so. Something the last something. That's X Men. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah like I don't know. Um, fuck Disney and fuck Disney Plus. Don't buy it. No. You're dumb. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God, we're back. <laughs> hey man, I-, I got it for the Mandalorian because Werner Herzog is in it and it's badass. Yeah, Herzog is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I- I've only, I mean, I've only seen the first two episodes. I don't know if he comes back in episode. Three. He is. Yeah, he's back in episode. Oh, he three. is. Okay, because the marketing makes it seem like he is a huge part of the show. Um, but honestly, I, I didn't. I wasn't privy to episode one, but episode two, man, I felt that shit. Dude, was it like, was oh, great, this is so man. Good. It was so. It was so. Good. Wait for episode three. Dude, I yeah. No, I think I'm just I'll I'll just get it for like a month because I I just feel gross having it. Yeah, I no, I feel the same. I feel the same way. Like Netflix and HBO and this, like I, I just I feel like I'm doing something yeah. wrong by having all of them. No, so same. I'll just do it for like a month, you know, squeeze in as much as I can and then get out of there. That's what they want, man. See, but I also they I, want. That's what they you want. Know, but you know they what? They want you to do that <laughs> month. I they want to soak it up. You know how I have you sucked that teat for a little while? <laughs> well, I just want? need the teat. You want that Disney milk? Better about it though. That blue milk. Is that I've signed? I I I'm on the I I'm also signed uh, to the Criterion channel, so that oh, that that evens it out for me. It does, yeah. you know, yeah. Because I know that it doesn't it's... at all. It doesn't even <laughs> anything out. It doesn't <laughs> even anything out. Even. Disney Plus is a fucking cancerous, fucking terrible thing that people are gonna eat up, and I'm gonna sit out here as like the hipster person <laughs> who sounds like a douche about it. Like I literally went like at the uh, at one of the places here when I was bringing the dog there. I was like. I hear two people talking and they're like they don't know each other so they're like asking you know like yeah. oh you know like do you watch anything cool well, like I just got Disney Plus and then they just start like talking about it and I'm just like I could just see you God, <laughs> just dude. it's like nails on a chalkboard like I don't want to be that douchey person that's like well you don't know anything about film so why do you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. you know don't talk about <laughs> Disney Plus you're stupid it's well, like, for me, like it's fine if you get it I, I guess but it's like come I on I try man. and use Disney Plus in terms of I'll use it for the Mandalorian because I want to see the Mandalorian and then when the Mandalorian is done and I've seen all the movies that I want to see out of it I'll probably within a month or two just you know cancel it and then if, if and, something and else until comes something else on, comes out and they know yeah. that everyone's in that boat so Dude, they're gonna exactly so then you're gonna pay then you're like suddenly it's like four months later and you've already paid for four months and they're like haha we got you bitch the also impressive thing about it though is it really is it's only six ninety nine a month man that's like yeah two red well, boxes now. that's what like netflix was when it first you know started I mean? though dude it's for so, now well yeah. i know but for now you might just well take wait, advantage man. of that six dollars and 99 cents like fuck. if you're gonna take advantage go find a ship and get out on the high seas <laughs> 
and fucking go dig for some treasure because you're going to find it better and you're going to do it on your own and you're not going to pay Disney to do it. That's my that's my lesson to you at the end yeah. of this. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of episode two of Mandalorian, uh, directed by a black person. Pretty cool. Then, Nigerian uh, American guy, Rick uh, Famuyia, who did Dope. Did you guys see Dope? Yeah, Dope was good. Dope is good. Yeah. Uh, Bryce is Dallas dope. Howard, I think, directed one of the episodes. Too. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, though the next episode, episode four. That's cool. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. But I still stand by my statement. Checking off the boxes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I still stand by my statement. Deborah Chow, a Canadian filmmaker, did episode. Three did Deborah Chow? Right. She's the one who did the farewell, right? Uh, no, that was uh, Lulu Wang. Oh, that's right. Deborah Chow has, has done something fairly recent, though. That's why I was. She did. Um, what did she do? Or she's like a. Be- yeah, she's something similar. Or she's a cinematographer. Beauty. Uh... I've definitely seen her name floating around a little bit. I have to plug a movie real quick. Um, I just do watched it. last thing last night or the night before uh, a movie called The Nightingale, directed. Oh, by I want to see that. The lady who did the Babadook, which I still haven't seen. Jennifer. Oh, Kent. interesting. Yeah, and you'd like the Babadook. I can start. You haven't seen that. Yeah, one. I haven't. It's the Babadook is really good. I, but I'm going to definitely see it after seeing The Nightingale. It surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, no, nice. it looks cool. It's it looks good. really badly filmed. I should at least really, from the trailer. I really like the filming style. Of it, it looks weird. It looks weirdly almost like. I don't want to say video-y, but kind of video-y. I, I really I like the style oh, of it. It, works for me. it worked for me, hmm. at least. Uh, I'll have to check it out. I want to see it. really good. It looks gnarly. And I can see how a lot of people were turned off by it. The first, like, 25 Ooh, minutes. I like that. It's like, oh, shit. Okay, I can see why people walked out. Is it fairly gory? It's not very gory. It's just, well, I don't want to give away anything. Well, it's a revenge tale, so you know something gnarly Yeah, happens, I mean, there's, right? some, there's some stuff. There's some, there's some, that's not like gory movie oh but. i'm reading the controversy behind it that's funny <laughs> i mean it's not funny there, there's some but it's a very i can i it, understand it it it's interesting man i'm really curious to think what you what, what wait you, so wait I'd oh look, wait no okay we i whatever we're gonna it's just funny coming from you Byron. okay semi semi spoilery whatever <laughs> semi spoilery what's the controversy well, there's um, a- okay there so the main controversy here uh is that Filmgoers have been disgusted due to the extreme depictions of rape and murder. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm someone. This apparently someone at a theater said out loud, "I'm not watching this. She's already been raped twice, so maybe there's multiple rape scenes or something." Um, <laughs> Once racism. <I> <laughs> um, I mean, it's a period piece and it's based in uh, 1825. Um, Tasmania. So, Tasmania. It's, it's. Oh really, yeah, like Aus- uh, not, Australia. Yeah, 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 Australia. Yeah. It's it's uh. It's, it's cool. It's really pretty cool, but it 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 walks some fine lines um, by using like the Aboriginal people um, as a kind of like their strife to kind of help a white woman's revenge tale is a little. I can oh. see how people can be a little upset about that. So, yeah. but it, 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 when I watched it, I think people read more into what read into it than maybe what I, I, I don't know. Jennifer Kent, I guess, wrote the script and everything, and she she worked very closely with like Aboriginal tribes, and they actually wrote the script off. Like they wrote it, like they approved it, and um, 
Hmm. So I, I she was very care, she was very careful about how she approached it, but yet she still yeah. met controversy. Of course, I'm sure that controversy was mainly from white people. So I, yeah, I, do you think I, that's what that's the thing is like? Is it a white person created thing? You know what I mean? Because sometimes yeah. that that happen that happens quite a bit. So it's um, outrage culture, it's, man. Yeah, it's it's. It, I don't right. know. I when I watched it. I could see, like, oh yeah, I can see how people can maybe think like that, but I think in the in, in but in only broad terms, you know, because if you, I don't want to give the movie away, but at the end of the movie, the some of the the main the main um, Aboriginal uh, character, um, it, it, he's not just a, a like a a side character, you know, mm. he has his own arc, you know. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I so, like when movies have multiple. Yeah, and it, it was like a that. it was an arc that was kind of unexpected and surprising, and I'm like, oh, this feels good, you know? <laughs> oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, Bob Bob Duke is kind of similar in oh, in its surprise. Um, it 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 has some surprises that are not expected for a movie of that kind. Oh, cool. Um, it's much it, more straightforward than you think, though. It is, yeah, but it but it also it takes you places where I think a lot of horror movies. Uh, only kind of scratch the surface or they're kind of af- I don't want to say they're afraid to go into it they, but uh, they kind of with symbolism specifically they kind of just dick around with the symbolism for lack of a better uh, word there um, while Babadook kind of goes all like jumps full into the pool yeah, if right, that makes any yeah. sort of sense yeah they wear their metaphors on their sleeve with that movie but it's a good movie yeah. so definitely I'm surprised yeah. you haven't seen it you definitely yeah, I definitely will. I think you would you like should it. definitely check out Night. You can you can I, rent it. It sounds really if, interesting. Uh, on VOD or buy it on VOD. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. It's check actually it out on too. Hulu. If you have Hulu, it's streaming on Hulu. Yeah, that's oh, where sweet. I just saw it. Yeah. yeah, it's on my list on Hulu. So nice. I know that. Yeah, and I, that. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. I do got to get out of here. Um, so we what do you have a dog or something? Yeah, <laughs> and I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go um, right after this. I know Byron wants to go to bed. Uh, yeah, so this is I don't know some legacy episode I guess that we we're I, I, there's no like there's no like ongoing plan or schedule to do but we other episodes. Do one at least but before the Oscars. When we've When's seen, the Oscars? Uh, yeah. February, I think, right? I haven't we should seen do any an Oscars ones. But we should, but, you know, after well, the Well, we Irishman, don't know what they are, right? Well, it's going to be The Lighthouse, Farewell. The Farewell's probably going to be in there. I Farewell will be that. up there. Ford vs. Ferrari, which was good, by the way. Um, oh, I'm seeing that tomorrow. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. I watched that with Joker, do you guys think Joker will be anywhere Joker will be, yo, for sure. I think it'll, oh, sure. it'll be in production design, for sure. It'll be in it uh, might cinematography. Be, it might be cinematography. Uh, uh, definitely score? best actor. Score. I don't Probably know, dude. If Disney, if Disney might buy the, the best films, so I don't know if Joker can get into that category. Because they're, they're, they're directly... They do own ABC. Exactly. <laughs> they're directly competing with the company that has the yeah. ownership. There's literally a conflict of interest. I remember we so. talked about this. We talked about this last year, where the, the categories that they were trying to cut for the commercial breaks, yeah, were all oh, yeah. things that they didn't have films exactly. in contention. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's like, wait a second. So, um, I, I feel know. like Joker. Try. Will. I, I feel like Joker will though. We could try. I could try to watch them. Some of those. I don't know. Ford vs Ferrari seems in, it's kind of interesting. It doesn't. It's good. Know, it's it's one of those fun. It looks cool. I mean, it's not yeah. a fun. Well, it is a fun movie. It's it's a it's a. You're into cars. So yeah, I just don't know which one of those like, I want to watch. It's <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I, I it's good, man. It's just cool. Well, the I farewell like, is is yeah. very good. I, I want to watch the farewell. See the farewell. It has a lot of heart. So I'd that's like to watch kind of that one eventually. Movie. God, there's so many movies coming out, man. Shit. 
I can't wait for Uncut Gems. That's my biggest hype right now. Is Uncut I know Gems. that's gonna be so cool. Yeah, that's my next one because I got I got Parasite and I got Lighthouse out of the way. So, dude, Uncut and Gems. plus Good Time. <clears throat> good Time is so good. So I like good. those guys. Yeah, that's on my guys? list too. Their other film, Heaven Knows uh, Heaven, it was really good too. You should check that out. Heaven. What are the name? What's the, the Safty Brothers? The Safty Brothers. Yeah. There was a couple uh, of trailers that played for Lighthouse, and I was like, Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that one. I always forget. Because uh, there's yeah, like there's 30 minutes so of trailers. Many, so many good yeah. Out. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll release this at some point here in the near future. Um, and if we record again, we record again. Uh, oh, should we do? Should we say which one we liked more? Oh, oh we don't sure. Have to I guess. don't know if I could do but that. Maybe we should do that. Well, I'm Parasite. So. <laughs> I mean, I think Paras- I think I'm Parasite. Too, I think actually. that was pretty obvious. I think Parasite, but I did really like Joker. I yeah, I don't hate Joker. I don't know. actually. I, I, to, I really like Joker I've only a lot. Seen each once, so I'm gonna have to. I don't watch. hate Joker either. I just don't think it's a like. I think it's just like a middle of the road movie. Like as it's it's. I don't know if that came off correctly. Like, I don't hate the movie. I just think that it's overhyped. Where, like, Parasite has an appropriate amount of, like, hype behind it. It's actually a genuinely good movie. You know what? Okay. That's Keith's hipster. I feel like I I definitely like... This made a billion dollars. Not good. (laughs) I like Bong... Bong Joon-ho. Bong Bong Jovi. I like him more as a filmmaker, and I like his filmography... But yeah. I honestly think I'll probably rewatch Joker more than Parasite. Dude, you know what you got to do? You got to oh, rewatch same. Parasite for the scene right when the when the rich family leaves for camping and then the poor family moves in for a little bit. That scene is so well edited and well constructed. The whole film, just, the whole it, film it, is well it constructed. Like yes, butter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it felt like butter. It was perfect. Yeah. Everything was perfect in his place. It was definitely him at his height. But yeah. like that scene in particular really stuck out to me because he did about five different camera techniques that yeah. don't usually collide with each other all in the same scene and it worked like and i'm very surprised that yeah. it worked <laughs> like it's really odd yeah he did Dude, some, yeah the movie is the odd. i just like seeing the lady when the when it's raining and she's on the john she just starts smoking like that <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh yeah. i'm feeling this it's not just like, raining uh, shit is like shit pouring is like out of the right. toilet it's coming out she's sitting she's on it just great. smoking yeah. like fuck great. it you know yeah. i actually like the uh, mom that, too the mom the rich mom she was funny she's oh, like, yeah, in, mom, a, like yeah. in a weirdly endearing way like yeah just kind of innocent yeah because i felt bad for her because yeah. like she's kind of dumb so she didn't really she didn't really deserve the shit that was happening right. i don't know is this funny <laughs> the scene on the couch well, yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> they're all underneath it. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, yeah, I do. I that is a really good point, uh, Byron. Uh, how like you don't you you feel bad for her, but she's also like she doesn't think she has this this wealthy mindset <laughs> where like no one's out to get me and everything's like okay no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I don't need to be paying attention to these things. Right. Which is kind of that that feels like that's kind of that's what that socioeconomic is yeah. you know that's the, the effect on your personality he's got a f- based on your money he's got a firm grasp on characters he's so good with that yeah, yeah. Like snow piercer yeah. was an excellent example of that too oh my gosh tilda swinton and then there's like that <laughs> one little best. shot of like horror too in that yeah, movie yeah where it's yeah. like actually genuinely terrifying like to actually because yeah. it's more terrifying because there's someone living in your basement like a real person yeah there's a couple moments where yeah. i'm like oh shit this is going to go in some dark territory and then he withdraws a little bit and then he kind of goes back and it kind of keeps you on your you know your seat like there's oh, a lot shit, of tension okay. in that movie surprisingly yeah. he's, you know he's, he's got so he's got really good control and that's what i love about korean filmmakers it seems like they have 
they, it seems like the majority of them have really good control. Yeah. Like Park Chan Wook, and it's just like, holy Dude, shit. Dude, Burning was so good like that. Yeah. Oh, perfect oh, control. Burning. Fuck, have you seen Burning, Jacob, yet? Uh, no, no, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, shit. It's on Netflix. I know, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. I have so many films I have to watch and <laughs> shows, but I'm just watching Friends because I'm a fucking moron. So. <laughs> well, we'll end with that. Thank you. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs>